Welcome back to Embodied Experience Podcast with Sylvie and Lauren. I'm Lauren and so excited to be starting episode, I believe it's episode 23. Um, We came back to you last week with a really important topic on our hearts, uh, talking some heart fatigue, just where we're at currently. But we had to take a couple month break, just life and um, you know, really leading with how we believe uh, life should be done. And, and that's taking a break from things, uh, stepping away for just a little bit. And so that's what we did. And so this episode, we really wanted to chat through what we've been up to these last four months, kind of what um, had us put a pause in things and um, kind of regather, recollect, recharge and you know, just kind of reevaluate. Um, <clears throat> of course, we came back because we love doing this podcast. We're so uh, excited to share all the things that we're working through, that we're thinking about, that, um, you know, are really big conversations, probably somewhat uncomfortable conversations, but we really believe that having these uncomfortable, really important conversations helps us to grow and mature and learn and really evolve in our lives. So to kind of kick things off, um, I think we had sort of tapered off in May and that was right around the time that I found out I was pregnant with my fourth child. So um, my family is having four kids and so here's baby number four Um, and it hit me hard. Um, Pretty much all of May and June I was out of commission I did not feel well. I was probably the sickest I've ever been with all my pregnancies now. Granted, I think that it was a combination of a few environmental things. Um, I think people, it's so funny, they always like to go, oh, well, you must be having a girl now because I have three boys and and I wasn't ever quite as sick with the boys as I was with this one. Although, yes, I was very much ill, um, the, the all-day sickness with all, all three of them previously. Uh, But this time around, I think it was definitely more evident because, well, one, I did get the COVID vaccine. We're going to have a whole conversation on that, Uh, Sylvie, if you want to get into it. But um, I know you've been vaccinated too, and and I respect whoever, whatever your choice is. Um, Vaccinated, unvaccinated, it's it's your call. Um, But yeah, so I chose to to become vaccinated because we've been living in, in Germany where pretty much Uh, We can't do anything. (laughs) The lockdowns have been horrible. Um, And getting vaccinated was one thing I could do that would alleviate some of that. Um, It it was also for mental health because uh, one of my biggest triggers with having post-traumatic stress disorder from the military is basically being told that I can't do something. And so, you know, it's been really hard to kind of move in this environment, this world that we live in now. And so anything I could do to alleviate or, you know, create an environment for myself that would allow me to move around the cabin freely, if you will. Um, I guess I was willing to do it. My husband was vaccinated before me, so, and actually, Sylvie, I think you were as well. So I was a little intimidated by it, but a lot of prayer. I don't live in fear. You know, I trusted in God. I felt comfortable with doing it, but I certainly think it contributed to making me feel far worse. (laughs) in the beginning of pregnancy. Um, And then we live in rural Germany. My other pregnancies, I haven't lived in a rural environment, so I had access to options for food, and I was still working full-time with all of my other pregnancies. And so, 
you know, on the food side of things, um, in the beginning of pregnancy, you have a lot of food aversions, or at least I do. And I couldn't cook. Heck, I had to get my husband to like clean out the fridge because just opening the fridge, like it made me gag. Um, so in my other pregnancies, I, you know, that was sort of a thing that happened, but I could go out and order food and get food here in rural Germany. Like that has just not been an option. So I literally had to rely on my husband or one of the people that comes to care for our children. I had to rely on them to like make stuff for me, or I just had to snack on things. It was, oh, it was so tough. I think I lost about 20 pounds. Um, you know, and then working full time, I mean, I stayed busy, you know, with the other three, you know, I was sick, but I stayed busy. I had no choice but to keep moving. And this one, I didn't have to work. So it's, it's a certainly a blessing that I got to, um, relax and, and, um, you know, sleep when I needed to, or just, you know, kind of be, but I honestly think it made it worse because I was just hyper aware of how bad I felt. Um, so yeah, so that was really what took up May and June. And then in July and August, we finally were out of lockdowns here in Germany and most of Europe. And so we traveled, we went to Italy twice. We went to France, we went to Switzerland. Um, so we were just, you know, getting out there. And so that was really great for our family to, you know, break, break free, live, living the, the overseas life and finally getting to experience it. So that's kind of what I was up to in a nutshell. Uh, certainly much more to unpack from what I learned, especially in the time that I was ill, um, you know, about just being and not be, feeling lazy. But I can get into that after we hear from Sylvie about what she's been up to these last four months. I can't wait to hear more. Um, so, so yeah, Sylvie, over to you. Miss Lauren, congratulations on your fourth pregnancy. That is very cool, and I'm very happy and excited for you guys and your family, and we'll see what addition comes to your three boys, and it's going to be great. Um, I can only imagine being sick in the house for, though, for those two months and the isolation and... Uh, taking care of the boys that, that must have been definitely challenging but like you said rewarding in the sense of being able to spend time together and have that time to rest when needed so I'm really glad you're feeling better and started feeling better just in time for the summer and could do some travel that's really cool um, and I'd love to hear more about your stories traveling Europe because it's it's almost like you landed in, in Germany and went right into the isolation so a year later being able to explore has probably been really fun um yeah so around that time when uh, we kind of just put the podcast to a side because what was happening was the world was opening back up again um in may at that point the vaccination rates were going up here in america so they started to lift restrictions I think that combined combined with the nice weather, like we increased capacity at restaurants, um, started lifting mask mandates, uh, stores no longer had to be at a limited capacity either, so you could kind of come and go as you please. Um, now we're able to eat indoors and outdoors, so that slowly but at the same time very quickly 
started happening. It was a new transition. And I remember being at work and on the radio, I think it was a Tuesday, and they're like, no longer do you have to wear masks masks if you're vaccinated. And I remember being like, oh, my God, I'm not ready. And uh, it was weird. I don't know. It was, like, exciting but weird because we were told for so long, for a year, like, don't not wear your mask, make sure you're washing your hands, social distance. And now it was like we were given permission to kind of to to return to quote unquote normal. And so um, life just became really busy back to um, seeing family, hanging out with friends, catching up, hearing about everybody's lives over the past year. Um, the fear of being with loved ones started to slowly dissipate um less feelings of guilt after hanging out um at the same time i also felt really overwhelmed like i i got really comfortable with the simplicity of life of just spending time with um at work um at home and with my select few primarily my boyfriend and his family um and catching up with friends on the phone as needed like it kind of became a really simple slow-paced life and I was enjoying it I I do well when things are moving uh, slow um it's just kind of the pace that I like to to live at and now all of a sudden it was like oh there's birthday parties and bachelorette parties and weddings and I was like oh my god I'm so overwhelmed but then I fell back into that groove of of engaging and being busy and I was loving it. So I I really, I haven't picked up my phone like as far as social media goes. It was like Facebook kind of just fell off the wayside. Instagram, um, even picking up my phone to, to, to look at my WhatsApp messages. Like I just became really engrossed and present and spending time with those who I was, um, hanging out with. And so, yeah, I kind of let all those things go. And and that's been really cool. Work got super busy. Um, Once the vaccines started rolling out and masks got lifted, granted, we still wear our masks at work because we are a healthcare facility. Um, We just got really busy. Like, I'm probably the busiest I've ever been at work. Um, And so that's, you know, that's cool. That's good. Working on the women's health program, I started getting a lot of uh, mommies in through the door who were either prenatal um, or postnatal and just postpartum and getting to work with a lot more women has been awesome um, I also started I signed up with um, a CBD company and started advocating for CBD products as I've been integrating them into my wellness routine and that's a whole other topic we could get into um, and yeah, that's that's kind of what I've been up to, uh, spending a lot of time with, with my boyfriend Ryan and his family, who I absolutely adore, and so learning to be okay with just integrating rest into my weekends too, and like just being and not feeling like I have to work on so many projects all the time, you know, I'm not teaching yoga right now, um, which I've been really, really missing, but at the same time, it's been nice to have a little bit 
of a less responsibility so I can free up some space in my life. So um, that's been really cool. Uh, my gods, I had a god, my godson was brought into the world about, oh my goodness, probably 11 months now. So we got to have his christening and hang out with family who I haven't seen in a while. Um, so it was just a lot of things. It was like life went from being on pause to back to play and days were going by quick and it's been summer here and we've been out, um, going on the boat, going to the beach, um, going for walks, going out for a dinner and it's been this nice kind of fade away of the fear of COVID. Um, you know, we just spoke about in our last podcast, our heart fatigue and it kind of got to that point also slowly over time, like okay, we're all doing this thing and we're all kind of on the same page yet we're not yet. So, um, but now fall is coming, summer is coming to an end and I'm ready to kind of get back to that structure of working on projects, of maybe getting back to teaching. Um, and just, I'm honestly just feels like I'm just kind of growing up and, and evolving. And sometimes that in and of itself is a lot of energy, um, yeah, so I'm trying to think if there's been any major events, but really it's just been that transition back to life from the year of like quarantine and isolation and fear-based socialization in which, you know, you always felt guilty if you saw your family or hung around certain people or felt comfortable with some and not comfortable with others. Um, but I will say that during during that period, I was really, you know, I think a big highlight of my past year has just been getting really close to uh, Ryan and his family and building new relationships. And so uh, I was really, really blessed in that sense. So now coming out of it, it's like finding balance amidst all that. Wow, you have stayed busy, my friend. And that's super awesome. I mean, definitely staying present and you know i think you you called it we were on pause and then play was pressed again and i think that well i hope that so many people took that quarantine time and and just you know the world kind of stopping um in a stride of gratitude i mean certainly it was difficult at first i think you know, we all probably dealt with some isolation or felt like, you know, our, uh, our, I don't want to say rights, but uh, like our right to choose sort of was infringed upon. But, but, you know, honestly, I think sometimes we need to be infringed upon, you know, so that we do stop, we do pause, we do, you know, take account of all the things that are going on because the world is so fast paced that, you know, we just get caught up in it and we keep going, going, going. And I think it it's really a good thing when something sort of stops us in our tracks. Uh, I know for me, I certainly went through, you know, the difficult parts of feeling sort of depressed and feeling like, you know, why? Um, but I think ultimately I, I arrived at gratitude for, you know, the time to truly 
be present in my own life, in my own space, in my home, with my family, with the people I spend the most time with instead of, you know, getting up in a big hurry. And, you know, it's not to say that even on um, social media and the internet, we could still get up in a hurry, even though we can't go and do. And I think, um, you know, it was great to recognize that a lot of people just had to take a pause. And so even that slowed down. Um, and, oh gosh, I was gonna, I was gonna mention that I think it's really important that, you know, in our slowing down, becoming more conscious of the, the present moments, you know, that we take account of what's really important in life, you know, and, uh, furthering our careers, um, our weekend plans, you know, that, that's not really, you know, what's the most important thing. It's really the relationships that we're cultivating and how, um, how much we're investing in them and how much they're investing in us. And then ultimately coming back to growth and learning and maturing beyond today uh, into tomorrow so that we're becoming better humans. Um, I think that's really kind of the the forward trajectory that I hope we're all on, you know, but I guess to kind of summarize our break, I think, you know, it was a great opportunity for you and I to, although through the quarantine, because we really did start our podcast in the midst of all the COVID lockdowns, um, we recognized when we needed to take a step away when everything started to press play again and we got to be present or we've been being present in the action of life too, you know, when, when we're able to be a part of events and big moments in others' lives. Um, so maybe, you know, we can take it as a, we really learned from that time how to be present so that we're even more present in the action of our lives in the, in the speed and the hurry and the, in the world as it is. And we'll get back to for sure. So I'm grateful for that. Sylvie, I love that we were able to kind of shed some light on where we're at and, you know, what we've learned. Um, any parting thoughts for you on sort of what your takeaways were, what you've learned, you know, maybe quarantine time, maybe just in these last four months. I mean, I think you said you said a lot, so maybe not. But um, I always love to hear your your uh, summarized thoughts and, and just, um, yeah, round it out for us. Yeah, it's definitely been a period of figuring out how to stay present because the world has forced all of us for the first time in a long time, or at least in my lifetime, where every single one of us has been um, forced to reevaluate our life, to uh, navigate our own reactions to uncertain circumstances, while dealing with the reactions of others and um during this break seeing that i'm i'm working and when i'm in the community a lot i'm with the public um and i get to hear people's personal stories of how they've reemerged out of this covid pandemic so um and the more i hear like i hear your story lauren i think about my story and i think about all of those um, that I work and treat, um, and knowing that it's all been a little bit different for everybody and everybody's had different, um, 
coping strategies. Some people have suffered from a great deal of loss. Some people have experienced um, sort of an awakening and have lots of awesome personal insights to share. Um, some people have just been extremely frustrated for a year and are now still feeling that way. So I think with that being said, it's almost like over this break, the uh the the pull the magnet the magnetism of social media and the out external world has kind of faded because um in order for me and I speak for myself in order for me to be responsive and to remain calm and uh compassionate and uh, understanding in 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 the world right now, I've almost had to become super present. I've had to become hyper present because it's been a frustrating time. And so, you know, in in my personal life outside of work, it's been really important to me that I take time to be quiet and that I check in with myself and I check in with those around me. And um, I think carrying that forward into this busy, busy world right now has been a helpful skill. Um, because I think the takeaway point is none of us as humans do well when things aren't going the way we hope for or um, when we lose control. And so remaining present helps us to see the experiences for what they are and I think helps us to connect to gratitude because in those time periods, it's so easy to deviate into the other direction, to be reactive, to get super irritable and frustrated and stressed. And and not to say that those things are bad. And believe me, I experience those things all the time. But I think the lesson is how can I become resilient in those moments? And this pandemic has for sure challenged me in that way and, and challenged so many of us. And so um, the break has been nice to recognize what's really important, what really matters, how are others dealing with this, and how can I be and operate in this world um, with, with everyone else going through this. And it's, it's I don't know, it's been, it's been interesting. So I know I can talk forever and um, go on and on and probably say what I've been up to in a lot less words, but just excited to kind of process these things out loud and share them. It's been a while since we've had a podcast, so feeling a little rusty, but uh, getting there. So takeaway point, um, be grateful, stay present. Um, and just finding that silver lining through it all, because I think that is what continues to keep us hopeful for what's to come and makes the present moment that much more tolerable and, and, um, and worth being present for. I guess I'm just kind of stumbling at this point. So, so everyone, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, taking the time to just 
hear what we've been up to and hoping to spring about some really cool topics in our next couple of episodes. And thank you, as always, Lauren, for guiding us through this conversation and for sharing your wisdom. I appreciate you so much. What an incredible conversation yet again. Always love catching up with you, girl. Um, yeah, guys, uh, Sylvie and I have just been being present and living life. And, and uh, Sylvie, I did want to touch on just one thing. I, I know you mentioned control. Um, and I think, yeah, it's part of the human condition. We want that. But, you know, I really feel like in this season, I've been learning to let go of control. Because I think to truly be present, you can't be in control. And so I think it's a beautiful lesson to, you know, kind of discover every day. Um, But anyways, apart from that, guys, uh, it has been so good to share with you guys what we've been up to, where we're at, you know, I guess what we've learned, where we're going. Um, Yeah. And until next time, this is Lauren and Sylvie with Embodied Experience. Thank you.